the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, welcome. We are happy that we are with you here today with a Friday show, uh, despite the misgivings in the weather and all that. Was Dicey getting in here, John? Dicey is yeah. an understatement, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. For, for people who are on the roads right now, um, I'm assuming that it, it's pretty well taken care of. But I came in here at 2 o'clock, 2.15, and it was dicey. Mm-hmm. And that was only, what, a couple hours ago? Yeah, well, it's not particularly warm, right? And uh, Dot's doing a fine job, but still, it takes a while for, you know, all the oh, salt so and everything. Yeah, so, holy smokes. Did, did your house make weird noises last night? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I like it. I like it, too. Yeah, it just feels good. Like, there's a blanket of frigidness. No, wait a minute. I do, I do, I do. You can't help but not. Why does that feel good? I don't know. It I just think does. it's interesting, but there's nothing about it that I think, wow, that feels good. No, it just feels like a deep freeze. Like uh, you're, everyone's sort of like in the same space together, and there's a cover over everything. I just right. It, the cover is ice. I like it. Okay. It doesn't it? Doesn't feel good to you? No, it doesn't. Really? It's not oh. even a little bit good to me. Interesting. Well, it feels good to me. Anyway, I was what? very cold last night. Were you? Just even in my house. Is your house I think, cold? N- well, yeah, because we have a lot of oh, empty right, space right, right, uh, right. in the first floor right now. Yeah. But I think it's mental. <laughs> yeah, of course. I do. And you I, know know it's cold that, I know all of you who work with me are, are agreeing that it is. Yes, mental. it is mental. There's it's no fine. doubt about that. That's 100%. Fine. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm okay to be fully mm-hmm. known. What time is it? It's time for me to tell you, John. Tell me what? Your weekend has begun. Ah, yes. It's six minutes past the four o'clock hour, and truly, all is right and well, at least in this corner of the world. Yes. Fabulous. Yay. Yes. Happy Friday. Happy, happy exactly. Friday indeed. Mm-hmm. Kath, as we always do, you get underway. You give us an update on news stories for the day. So please, without further ado, give us the top four at four. For Friday, John, it is Friday. Did mm-hmm. you know that? I do. Happily. The fourth of the world. Mm-hmm. 2022. Number one. The president announced yesterday the counterterrorism mission conducted in Syria on Wednesday night was successful in killing Abu Ibrahim al-Hashimi al-Karashi, the top leader of ISIS. According to today's dispatch, the U.S. special operations opted for a special forces raid rather than an airstrike to limit civilian casualties. But Biden claimed that al-Karashi blew himself up, killing several members of his own family. Uh, Al-Qarashi, believed to be in his mid-40s, was a key figure in ISIS's 2014 genocide of the Yazidi people in Iraq and had overseen the militant group's terrorist operations around the world. Number two. A day after Facebook reported that its streak of user growth had come to an end, its parent company's stock plunged more than 26% in a staggering loss that obliterated more than $230 billion in market value and triggered Wall Street's worst drop in close to a year. USA Today writes that it wasn't just Facebook colliding with what they're calling a brick wall in user growth. 
They said, like a horror movie killing off victims one by one, the hits kept coming when Meta, you know, the the, oh, yeah, sure. the company's now named Meta, reported earnings Wednesday. Facebook said Apple changes that made it harder for apps to track iPhone users like me and you mm. would cost about $10 billion in advertising revenue this year. And CEO Mark Zuckerberg said Facebook was struggling to compete with TikTok. Perhaps most unsettling to some, though, was the revelation that Facebook for years, for years, Leading the pack had experienced its first ever decline in daily active users. And by the way, John, this day in history, February 4th, Facebook founded by Mark Zuckerberg. Hmm. What year? 1997. 04. Okay. Number three. When it comes to overall Olympic success, it's the United States, John, and then everyone else. The United States and everyone else involved in the Olympics starting last evening. And today, NBC reports that the tally on the medals is that U.S. has won a total of 2,960 in all the years of competition. How many? 2,960. Okay. I mean, look how many people. I mean, it's not fair to look at the a lot of people. It's a pretty big country. Soviet Union still sits second for total member, total medals and golds, while Germany is third in both categories. Very nice. Think how small of a country Germany is. What they represent. They, in good ways and bad. Yes. And number four. Fifteen years ago, Claiborne Elder, a man you've probably never heard of, was a 20-something from Utah standing in the back of a Broadway theater watching an average show in New York City. A man and a woman came up to him and said, hey, are you from out of town? He said, yeah, I'm just visiting. The 20-something looked out, and the man was holding $200. And the man said, you know what? You look like you're having more fun than the people in the expensive seats. Go buy yourself a ticket to Sweeney Todd tomorrow. It'll change your life. Can you stop the music, Gary? Because I want to read the rest of the story because it's really good. This man, Claiborne Elder, never got the man's name who handed him $200. Yeah. Okay. A but stranger, gives you a stranger gave him 20, 200, 200 bucks to see Sweeney Todd. The guy says, this is in CBS.com today. He says, when I got the money, I was like, wow, I'm like really, really poor. I could use this for a lot of things. But Claiborne Elder had never seen Sweeney Todd, so he bought a great seat in the mezzanine. Starring in that production was the legendary Patti Lapone. Patti Lapone is now his co-star in the hit musical company. <laughs> Can you believe that? I love it. A twist of fate that goes back to the stranger who gave him the means to watch one of Broadway's biggest productions. That's so cool. Isn't it? That's fabulous. Giving back now as part of Claiborne's life. Uh, Once a month, he and his four-year-old son pay for a stranger's meal at their local diner. He started giving away free tickets to his show through social media. And just last week, recently reunited with the guy who gave him the 200 bucks. Who was the guy? He found him. His name is Mark Howell. He lives in L.A. They talked on Zoom. And Mark Howell said, the minute that the guy said the name of that average show we saw, it all came back. He said that night, the whole experience, he said, this story has been so overwhelming, I couldn't even talk about it for the first three days without, you know, sobbing, because it's been really inspiring and overwhelming. It still makes me cry. That's so cool. People are amazing. Claiborne Elder told Howell that his random act of kindness has made him a better person. He said, quote, you had no idea that what you did was so much more than that. I'm a person who is kinder because of you. Mm. And his son has changed as well because right. of that, right? That's your top forward for. Pay it forward. Very nice indeed. Thank you, Gary. Very nice. Sorry. <laughs> okay, we'll take a quick break and we'll regroup. Uh, coming up in just a few minutes, Dr. Richard Mao will join us from California. Christians in Hollywood. Well, Dr. Mao knows something about that. God bless him. Yes, we'll talk about that in just a few minutes. It's the Friday edition with all that includes on the ride home. Pittsburgh's Christian Talk. We're Word FM. 
Hey, before you know it, Valentine's Day will be here. And if you're making plans, we suggest you stop on by the Springhouse and treat uh, treat your sweetie to something sweet. Mm. Treat your sweetie to something sweet. Hey, Marsh, how you doing, sweetie? <laughs> I'm good. How are you guys doing? Good. So if people, are, if people are listening and they're thinking, now we just had like Christmas. We've lived through a major winter storm, but I better like get on the stick when it comes to planning something for Valentine's Day. I'm hoping you have something to help. We do. We have our annual Valentine's Day sweetheart dinner, and we're actually having it two days because um, Valentine's Day falls on a Monday. So we're going to do it Saturday because Super Bowl's on Sunday. So we're going to do it Saturday and which is the 12th, and Monday, which is the 14th. And it's a really great meal, and it um, we kind of go fancy that day a little bit, and we turn down the lights and we serve on China, and we actually serve people at the table for a course meal. Uh, we have wedding soup, reunion salad, um, grilled marinated plank steak, um, uh, celebration chicken romano. Uh, we have live music, home, a choice of homemade dessert, pink lemonade. It's a really great meal. People love it. Oh, pearls, potatoes, and green beans, too. And um, we are taking reservations now. And they're, I see Saturday's already filling up. I know we have a week, but we hope to let everybody get in that wants to get in. And we have actually have two CDs, a 3 o'clock and a 5 o'clock. Very nice. So, so it's, it's a fun it, time. It's the Springhouse, the high-end Valentine's Day version. I like it. Make your reservation now at the springhousemarket.com on the web, springhousemarket.com, or 724-228-3339. Marsha from the Springhouse. Hey, Marsha, be well. Thanks, guys. 101.5 WORD. Turning Point with David Jeremiah. To do the right thing when everyone else thinks you are doing the wrong thing, that is what courage is all about. That is what strength and fortitude is all about. If we are to succeed, we must develop that characteristic in our lives as well. Join Dr. David Jeremiah for his series, Courage to Conquer, next time on Turning Point. This evening at 7.30 on 101.5 WORD. By now, you've heard us talk about my pillow, And now Mike has just announced that our listeners will receive one of his books, What Are the Odds? From Crack Addict to CEO, absolutely free with any purchase using your promo code. It's a great time to buy his warm and wonderful My Slippers. They're designed to wear indoors and outdoors all day long, made with MyPillow foam and impact gel to help prevent fatigue, and made with quality leather suede. For a limited time, Mike is offering 50% off his My Slippers. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and use the promo code WORD. You'll also get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including some overstock products, such as individual towels, blankets, comforters, and so much more. From crack addict to CEO, free with any purchase. Call 800-391-0954. Use promo code WORD. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Are you more than $10,000 in debt? Feel like you're on a never-ending treadmill, staying in one place and never getting ahead with those minimum payments? You feel like there's no way out? Don't let the credit card companies bully you anymore. There are programs in place to help you get free of your debt, and you don't have to pay the entire amount you owe. The program at Total Financial Freedom can help you get debt-free in months instead of decades. Get off the debt treadmill and stop the harassment. 
Get free of credit card debt, signature loans, department store cards, internet loans, and medical bills. Call now at 800-670-5450 for free information. For about 10 years, Total Financial Freedom has helped thousands. They're A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau, too. Get off the endless cycle without having to declare bankruptcy. You'll have the right to settle your debt for a mere fraction of what you owe. Call Total Financial now at 800-670-5450. That's 800-670-5450. The North Hills girl, and I'm proud to serve that community that I've grown up with. Stock Family Dentistry's Dr. Megan Stock. Nobody in my family was a dentist. It was kind of this innate thing playing in my heart since about first grade. And so God leading me down this path, it's been incredible to not only see my passion come to life, but to be able to do it at home is incredible. Exceptional dentistry, compassionate care, Stock Family Dentistry, Perry Highway in Wexford. Visit StockFamilyDentistry.com. I guess you could say the same thing about Hollywood from its inception to where it is mm-hmm. 100 plus years later. It's like, you know, sort of Babylon in a way. The weirdness of it all, right? And uh, look, I mean, all of us are, are invested in this some way, and especially oh, more so. Are you kidding me with all the streaming we're yeah. doing since COVID started? I mean, they talk about the golden age of Hollywood. Uh, I would say this, this is, is the, the golden new, age of television, yeah, for sure. There's so much production that's being done. And, and of so course, much of it's good it's excellent i mean i heard you know you and, and gary talking earlier today yeah about all god's creatures no all creatures great and small all creatures great and small mm-hmm. i mean so oh, much of it beautiful you know yeah i mean we watched something fabulous last night as well there's always something that's but you often wonder you know especially when you see something good that has christ-like attributes to it what's hollywood like for christians is there a christian enclave you would imagine mm-hmm. that there would be Dr. Richard Miles is back with us. Dr. Miles, a regular guest on our show, professor of faith and public life at Fuller Theological Seminary in Pasadena, California, where he served as president for more than 20 years. He's written numerous books, Richard Miles has, including Adventures in Evangelical Civility, and here to join us. Richard, welcome back to the show. Hey, good to be with you, too. Great. Always good. Yeah. Richard, can you get over some of the stuff that we can watch at home? I mean, it's just the, the production values are off the charts, really. It's, it's amazing. It really is. And, you know, you, you, you folks are probably not, not as, um, maybe, maybe not old enough to remember all of us. But, I mean, I was raised in a home and in a church where we were not allowed to go to movies. Really? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I mean, those were the days when Christians did not go to movies. And in fact, I went to an evangelical college, and the only films they were allowed to show were ones that actually had conversion scenes in them. Wow, wow. uh, You know, so we have come a long way in our evangelical community. Yes. Uh, I mean, in many ways, probably we've come a little too far, because we watch stuff that Sometimes we ought not to be watching. Oh, there's no doubt about it, right? There's a very thin line. And Richard, so talk to us about what, what was that like when you as an adult or as a young adult started to go to the movies and, you know, you were seeing things. Did that freak you out? I mean, were you thrilled? Or, I mean, did you feel guilty? What did was that like? Did your parents disown you? I get it. This is, this is a, a, a public confession, but I was working at a Bible camp. I was on the staff. And I had a day off, and I sneaked into the local town, hitchhiked, and I just went into a theater just because I had never been in one. Wow. And you know what I saw? Hmm. Moby Dick. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it was all this, uh, 
would I want to be in a movie theater if if, uh, if Jesus returned and that's where he found me, you know? Yeah. Uh, and I thought, yeah, he would he would kind of like this. <laughs> Interesting. So that so you so you, from that point on you changed your perspective. Yeah. Yeah. And you know when I, I mean, interesting thing when when I became became president of Fuller in uh, 1993, it just hit me that by God's providence we were, you know, 20 some miles away from Hollywood, mm-hmm. and that there was this uh, deep interest, activity in the evangelical world of watching films. So I contacted um, a friend of mine. Um, David McFadzine, who was the producer of Home Improvement, hmm. which oh, was yeah. a, you know, and he said, you know, I've got some folks who would just love to meet with you. And so on Saturday mornings, we would meet for three hours, and it was uh, David McFadzine. It was Ralph Winter. Ralph Winter was one of the early screenwriters for the, um, um, the Star Trek series. Huh. Uh, it was, uh, and, and, and as a producer of films today, very successful. We had one of the actresses who was one of the nuns in Sister Act with Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, sure. And we had uh, Stephanie Edwards, who for 20-some years was the international face of commentary on the uh, Rose Parade. Uh, and uh, it was it was amazing. I mean, and, and, and these folks were eager to talk about theology and film. Interesting. Well, Christian perspective. So we began a film festival in the Directors Guild uh, in Hollywood. The head of that at the time was a devout Catholic, and, he's, and we would show films, have have panels afterward. And there was one time when we had a young Jewish uh, director, and he decided to come and hear us. We showed his film, and he decided to come and 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 hear what we had to say about it. He stood up afterward, and he said. All of Hollywood needs this kind of thing. You folks are raising issues that I have thought about a lot myself, but I've never been able to talk about in a public way, you know? Hmm. And and here's the thing. Um, There was a a Hollywood magazine no longer in existence, but I I read it. And they they talked about um, a couple of people in Hollywood who were born-again Christians. And this person wrote in the next issue, and she said, you know, I'm in Hollywood. I'm an actress, and I'm a spirit-filled, born-again Christian. And I can testify to the fact. And this wonderful line: "There are streams of living water flowing just beneath the surface of Hollywood." Huh. And there really are wonderful people in Hollywood who are doing great things. They're not making quote-unquote Christian films. I mean, you know, Home Improvement was was not a Christian show in any way. But uh, I was just talking to David the other day, and he was explaining to a friend of mine that David McFadzing that every every episode of Home Improvement was on being faithful to our covenants, being faithful to our promises. You know, and uh, we need that kind of stuff. Now, I don't know if you've seen this film, Don't Look Up. Oh yeah, I have. Matt Damon. Yeah. Yeah. I there. The F word shows up all you know all through it yep. and, and all kinds of things. But you know, in the end, these people decide the world is going to end. They know that. Mm-hmm. Nobody else seems to care or or want to acknowledge it. 
and they've been passionately trying to warn. And you know what they do at the end? They have a meal together. <laughs> and it's like they're having the Lord's Supper. Right. You know? The final so act. It's a kind of sacramental ending. Mm-hmm. And they're just sitting, having fellowship together as the world ends. <laughs> There's something powerful about that. Yeah. 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 And, and Richard, I, I, I would imagine, you know, everything has trends, right? When Kath was just talking about Facebook and, you know, a downward trend as far as their money's concerned. and But, you know, so so Hollywood, you know, at some point, I mean, especially early on, you look at, you know, uh, you know, the early silent films, they puppeted, you know, biblical narratives, right? The Ten Commandments yeah. and whatnot, yeah. these yeah. giant extravaganzas. But then, of course, you know, um, Hollywood became Hollywood. And I would imagine there was a time where to be an open believer in Hollywood was not necessarily great for your career. But of course, now, of course, um, anything goes. So it may neither be here nor there. Right. And, and uh, yeah. And, and you know, it, it is. We, we teach, we have a whole track of courses at Fuller Seminary on faith and film. Really? Uh, they call it R-E-E-L, real spirituality. Huh. And uh, we have people from Hollywood who are involved in these things uh, coming to lecture, and some of them even come and take the take the courses. You know, and, uh, we, we need more uh, sort of formation on this. We we need to do more. There's a wonderful pastor at Bel Air Presbyterian Church, uh, Kim Dore, who was saved in Hollywood as a as a actress, and she owned a a, a company. And she got converted, went to seminary, became a pastor. Interesting. And uh, she, that, that large Presbyterian church, Bel Air Press, where the Reagans went to church, uh, have a powerful uh, uh, relationship with Hollywood. And they do Bible studies, they do film discussion stuff. And so, you know, we need a lot more of that. And more and more of my students, when they raise questions in class, are talking about uh, Netflix films. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. Dr. Richard Mao with us, professor of faith and public life at Fuller Theological Seminary, Pasadena, California, where he served as president for 20 years. He's the author of a whole ton of books, including his newest one, which is called Restless Faith, Holding Evangelical Beliefs in a World of Contested Labels. Um, Richard, so, you know, I love the, the idea that there are streams of living water that are right under the surface in Hollywood. Um, there's also a lot of garbage that comes out of the entertainment world. It's all part of the mix. Yeah, I guess it is part of the mix. Um, and so talk about what, I mean, you're also, you know, within 20 miles of that. Yeah, right. And 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 that is something that we, we need to work on. You know, but there's a pastor uh, right near Van Nuys, California, which is one of the big centers of pornography uh, production. And uh, he decided, uh, he went, to, he found out who headed up the big, one of the big porn companies. And he went to this guy and said, I just want you to know I'm a pastor and you and I disagree about things, but we would love to have your folks uh, come to church. Hmm. And the guy said, oh, I'll talk to the girls about that. Hmm. And that guy headed up that company. I'm not commending him for this, but he he got a van and seven of the women in porn films on Sundays would come to their contemporary worship service. And, uh, you know, there's, there's something about that that, uh, I mean, in a weird sort of way, it's kind of touching, you know? Yeah, of course. Sure. Uh, they're, they're dealing with shame. They're dealing with guilt. I mean, there's no question about that. 
And uh, who knows what the Holy Spirit is doing in the lives of, of people like that. So I, we, we need to condemn it. But at the same time, we need to be reaching out in, in ways as sinners who know what it's like to uh, experience shame and guilt, guilt in our own lives. Yep. And there's a real mission field there. I mean, that's... Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and if those seven uh, girls showed up, then the seven guys should have showed up as well. Yeah, isn't that the right? truth? Isn't that the truth? And Richard, there's. Some, I mean, Jesus said, "I didn't. You know, I came for the sick, right? Yeah. I didn't come yeah. for. The, I didn't come for the healthy. So, yeah. the, you know, if our churches are filled with a whole bunch of people who are, you know, quote unquote good, then we're doing something wrong. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah. And no so no worries about we that. Need to, we need to rejoice over good things that are happening, and we need we need to do a lot more praying for people who are seeking to work with integrity as Christians. And, and again, not just the actors and actresses. Well, we're talking about the front office, the business offices, the, yeah. the people behind the, the cameras. The engine, right. Uh, there's a lot of stuff there. It's a, it's a, big, it's a big industry. Yep, of which we're part of, and we, you know, we use every day. We feed on this mm-hmm. every day. Richard, hey, before you leave us, um, you know, we've been talking to you throughout the pandemic. Uh, here we are in wintry Pittsburgh, and there you are in Pasadena, California. <laughs> what the heck? How are things in California? Uh, are you moving around freely? Uh, not quite yet. You know, we're we're a little nervous, and and we talk to a lot of the other people who, too who are, uh, you know, a little nervous about going into restaurants. Okay. Uh, but we're we're willing to sit outside. But you know, it's so cold here. I mean, it's seventy one degrees. Oh, oh God bless you. me a river. <laughs> That's rough. Is there a sweater on? Seventy one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So yeah. anyway. And uh, gee, you lost the quarterback at Pittsburgh. Oh, uh, we did. Boy, you're just you're just touching on all the sensitive topics here, my friend. <laughs> Thank you. How's the weather there today? Yeah, it's uh, we had an ice storm overnight. Yeah, Richard. I think the high today is yeah. like 21 or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, guys, you should stay home yeah. and watch Netflix. Yeah, it's gonna go home. It's gonna get on to eight tonight. Right. I got calluses wow. in my hand from holding the snow shovel. That'll tell you where we are. <laughs> Thank you, Richard. Love you, Richard. Blessings to all of you. Yeah, and you as well, good. Dr. Richard Mao. Uh, check out his latest book, Restless Faith, Holding Evangelical Beliefs in a World of Contested Labels. And go visit him in Pasadena. Oh, lovely Rhino Pasadena. Cal- what? You're telling them? How about us? <laughs> we need to go visit. This or that? It's coming up next. If you're in the market for metal roofing, siding, and garage doors, Kaufman Metals in Bedford can meet your expectations with friendly professional service. Their equipment is right up to date with the newest technology and ready to produce your standard and customized metal panels and trims to your exact specifications for any project with the fastest turnaround in the industry. Plus, Kaufman Metals offers complete do-it-yourself building packages included with computer-generated drawings. Kaufman Metals also provides sales and service for CHI residential and commercial garage doors. They deliver any order, large or small, to any place with full-service rollback trucks and trailers with a Moffett forklift to set building packages conveniently close to your project. And just so you know, they offer contractors discounts as well. Visit KaufmanMetals.com or call 814-623-6044 or stop in at 6146 Lincoln Highway, Bedford, PA. If you want to make a difference in your life that impacts you for years to come, then it's time to stand with Israel by going there. Consider the thrilling excitement of joining nationally syndicated media host Dr. Sebastian Gorka 
and renowned author and filmmaker Dinesh D'Souza on the Stand with Israel Tour November 30th through December 9th, 2022. Journey through the Holy Land with two of the most respected political commentators of today. Together with like-minded travelers, you'll see over 40 iconic sites during the 10-day tour. You can pray at the Western Wall in Old City, Jerusalem, float on the Dead Sea, and take a boat out into the middle of the Sea of Galilee. Visit StandWithIsraelTour.com to reserve your spot or call 855-565-5519. Visit StandWithIsraelTour.com or call 855-565-5519 to book today. Is something missing in your life? There might just be an empty space that only Jesus Christ can fill. Join us for what God is doing at First Presbyterian Church of Pittsburgh, 326th Avenue, downtown. By the way, getting here for Sunday worship at 1045 isn't so hard. Parking is available at the Mellon Square Garage or the garages on Oliver Avenue behind the church. Come for worship, then stay and get to know downtown. God has blessed us to bless this great city. Got issues with youth or high school sports? Positive Coaching Alliance can help. PCA, a national nonprofit, offers more than a 1,000 free online resources for youth and high school sports coaches, parents, students, and administrators. Visit PCADevZone.org. 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying, Play the Word Pittsburgh. And on your phone via the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. We'll see considerable cloudiness for tonight. A little snow with little to no accumulation. It'll be cold, though. Limited outdoor activity is recommended. We'll see a low of 11. Very cold tomorrow with clouds and breaks of sunshine. We'll reach a high tomorrow of 22. We'll wrap up the weekend Sunday under mostly sunny skies. We'll see a high Sunday of 38. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. It's time now for This or That. It's our weekly dive into the ridiculousness. It's very simple. Got these subjects, this subject or that subject. You make a choice. Kath, you want to go first? Want me to go first? Um, I don't know, John. Uh, why don't you go first? I'll give to you first. I shall receive. All right. Mm-hmm. This is a somewhat, pretty much, ice edition of this or that. Oh, so it's, okay, cold mm-hmm. things you're saying? Is that what I'm Maybe. supposed to be looking forward to? Okay. Iceland. Greenland. Well, didn't we try to buy Greenland? I'm going to say Iceland, okay. uh, simply because Greenland, I think, is even more north. I think you're right. A frozen Coke. Oh. Frozen, the movie. <laughs> oh, that. Listen, a frozen Coke, a hundred times out of a hundred. You don't like frozen, the movie? I am so over the music. The rapper Ice Cube. Yeah. The rapper Ice T. Yeah. Um, I, mm, I'm going to say uh, Ice T. Okay. Mm-hmm. Joe Rogan? Yeah. Neil Young. <laughs> Bring it. Oh, boy. Uh, I like Joe Rogan. I'm okay. going to pick Joe Rogan. Ice skating at PPG Place. Ice skating at Shenley Park. Uh, I am a terrible ice skater. What's your background? Um, uh, I'm going to go PPG. All right. Ice, the Institute of Culinary Education... Okay. Or ice, 
Immigration and Customs <laughs> Enforcement. Oh, I choose the culinary uh, <laughs> organization. All right. Peggy Fleming, 68 Grenoble, France. Mm. Dorothy Hamill, oh. 76 yeah. Innsbruck, Austria. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I have to go Dorothy because I was very little then and I thought she was like, you know, Cinderella. Oh my gosh. Of course she was. I got the haircut. Mm, did you? I did. Icebreaker questions. Mm. Ice fishing. <laughs> now that's easy. I think I'm going to go with the questions because oh, you're not going to find you me go? ice fishing. All right. Black ice. Miracle on ice. <laughs> I'll choose the miracle on ice. All right. Do you believe in miracles? The song Cold as Ice by Foreigner. Which is a great song. The play, The Iceman Cometh by Eugene O'Neill. <laughs> Definitely Foreigner, John. All right. That's my Who ice edition. Foreigner. I don't know. I mean, no. I'm, I'm a big fan of Eugene O'Neill. I know you are. Okay. Well, I'm happy to tell you that I also have the deep freeze edition hey, of this what? or that. I did not know. you know why. It's freezing. Of course it is. Number one. All right. Sit by the fire and read a novel, John. Yeah. Or go outside and sled ride. <laughs> That's an age question, basically, I think. Right? This or that. 20 years ago, I said, let's go outside and do some sled riding, guys. Now, curl up by the fire. Bring it on. Number two. Downhill on a black diamond ski run or cross-country ski for five miles. I don't want to die. Mm-hmm. I may die of a heart attack cross-country <laughs> skiing, might. but at least I won't die crushing into something at 50 miles an hour. Pretty good reasoning. Number three. Mm. Overnight in an igloo or... Overnight at an ice fishing camp. Oh, well, I think an ice fishing camp would have a bit of reverie about it. I'm going there. Yeah. <laughs> so you like the lighthearted attitude? Maybe kind of fun, sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. Number four. Mm. There's a last-minute mix-up, and you, John Hall, have to do a national play-by-play. Oh. Do you have a better chance not sounding like an idiot calling a National Hockey League game or a horse race? <laughs> well, a horse race is much quicker. So the idiocy range is simpler. I'm going with the horse race. Number five. Be one of two men on a team on the bobsled track mm. or ride along with a sled dog team. Yeah, I would like to try bobsled. I kind of would, too. That'd be cool. Yeah, I no, mean, I think that's long, a good choice. And how bad can it be? I mean, well, it could be pretty bad. You've seen the things flip over, yeah, you right? Yeah, have, right, yeah. Number six, chili with cornbread to warm you up mm. or a chicken noodle casserole? Give me the chili. Chili and cornbread. That sounds fabulous. I had it last night. Oh, that sounds good. Number seven. You're gifted a weekend at a major ski resort. Do you spend a few hours each day skiing or... Do you stay in the lodge with your feet up the whole time? Oh, I'm staying in the lodge. <laughs> Snow good. bunny times 10. All right, and that's good. That's good. Number eight. Yep. A long car trip in the winter with a broken heater or a long car trip in the summer with no AC? Uh, I can. I think you can generate some heat in the in the car yeah. somehow. The AC, you need that AC. I had a car without AC, and so I was like, I. oh. the worst ever. Horrible. The worst, yeah. So give me the no heat in the car. Mm-hmm. I think it's a good choice. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, I, but I have done both things. Yeah, so I, <laughs> yeah. The, yeah, I've had I've had a car that the door wouldn't close in the winter. Trying to hold on to the door while you're driving down the road. Think that's cold? Number nine. Huh. Something inexplicable and terribly unfortunate has happened, and you must compete in the Winter Olympics next week. Okay. Would you and your partner score higher in ice dancing, John? <laughs> no. Or in two-man luge? <laughs> Give me the luge. Would I you? mean, I can just lay down and go fast and, yeah. and don't die. Ice dancing? Get that. I would pay oh, cash oh, on bold. the table to see that. Number 10. All right. It's the last one, John, okay. in the deep freeze edition of this mm-hmm. or that. You ready? Having to choose the next Steeler quarterback in April's NFL draft yep. or 
being the head of the newly formed Pittsburgh Bridge Inspection Team. <laughs> I'm going to choose the quarterback. I mean, you got experts around you. How hard can that be? Kenny Pickett, bring it on. One hundred one point five WORD. If you're studying the Bible, you likely want to be a man or woman after God's heart. Am I right? Well, this week on Through the Bible, we're in the book of Numbers. We're learning what to consider if we want to walk closely with God. Why don't you come aboard the Bible bus with us as Dr. McGee challenges and inspires us from God's Word. Through the Bible, this evening at 9 p.m. on 101.5 WORD. This is Sebastian Gorka, and I want to invite you to join me for a powerful travel opportunity that will likely become the highlight of your year. I'm headed to Israel in November 2022 for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour of the key sites and best places meant to give you an unprecedented view of a world you've likely only read or heard about. Together, we'll uncover key geopolitical insights as we unpack Israel's significance on the world stage. You'll return home empowered by the experience. If you've ever dreamt of visiting Israel, this is your opportunity. Come with me in 2022. For more information, call 855-565-5519 or book online at standwithisraeltour.com. 855-565-5519 or standwithisraeltour.com. By now, you've heard us talk about MyPillow. And now Mike has just announced that our listeners will receive one of his books, What Are the Odds, From Crack Addict to CEO, absolutely free with any purchase using your promo code. It's a great time to buy his warm and wonderful My Slippers. They're designed to wear indoors and outdoors all day long, made with MyPillow foam and impact gel to help prevent fatigue, and made with quality leather suede. For a limited time, Mike is offering 50% off his My Slippers. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and use the promo code WORD. You'll also get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including some overstock products, such as individual towels, blankets, comforters, and so much more. From crack addict to CEO, free with any purchase. Call 800-391-0954. Use promo code WORD. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. And now an important message from Exergen. A critical new FDA study proves that non-contact thermometers are not accurate. They also have inaccurate information on their labels regarding accuracy. New COVID strains are on the rise, and non-contact manufacturers are being irresponsible. At a time when accuracy matters, accurate temperature measurements are essential. Switch to Exergen because they are accurate and backed by over 100 clinical studies. Be sure, be accurate with Exergen. Learn more at exergen.com. So I remember being a little kid, yeah. second grade Sunday school class um, at Memorial Park Presbyterian Church. And uh, Ethel Coulter was my teacher, Mrs. Coulter. Absolutely wonderful woman. But I remember that we got into this uh, conversation in the second grade, so we're pretty little, about whether you should do things that are good and kind, you know, for others, 
um, for God, for your family, whoever it is, because just kind of out of the goodness of your heart or because you think that when you see the Lord in heaven, you'll be rewarded for it. And it was like an either or type of thing. But doesn't one come more naturally? Right. Well, I mean, what, you looking, just, looking for the reward or no, no just to be, just, ca- you're just kind to be out of the goodness. for the sake of just, it's just in you. It's part of you. It's who you are. Well, what's funny is the fact that I remember this so clearly, I have no idea where we landed. You know, I, I don't know what well, your second grade. I, yeah, I don't. I don't know what the quote unquote right answer was. I'm not even sure if we decided right what it was. But I just remember it's the first time I'd ever thought about the fact that there could be two motivations, and isn't like looking for a reward something you're not supposed to do. There's an intentionality to it. Well, no, no, I'm not. I don't know if that's true. Oh, I don't know either. The believer's reward, I believe, is what it called. Pastor Bill Glaze is back with us again. Bill's a regular guest on our show. He's a <laughs> he's an interesting guy. We're going to talk about this right now. Bill joins us from Bethany Baptist Church in the Homewood neighborhood here in the city. Pastor, welcome back. How you doing? Hey, I'm blessed and uh, staying warm. So I'm doing I'm doing good today. Good. Stay that's home. what I want to hear. All right. So what do you think about this Sunday school conversation, Bill? Yeah, that's that's a very interesting uh, conversation uh, because when we talk about uh, rewards, you know, the Bible says that you know we shall all stand in the seat of Christ. You know, talking about Christians and that we're going to receive a reward uh, based on what we did here on this earth. So what we do here now, you know, actually matters in eternity. But specifically to answer your question, uh, I believe that you know we should serve. Because we love God. I mean, to me, that's first and foremost. You know, I like the song that says, uh, oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. You know, and it says, you know, I-, I love him because he first loved me. And so God first loved us. He gave his son for us. And, and that should be our motivation for-, for service. But we cannot deny the fact that over and over and over again in the Bible, it says that we will be rewarded for our service. So, you know, I, I would say, Kathy, the answer to your Sunday school question actually is both. You know, the fact that, you know, we should, you know, we should serve out of a heart of love for God. You know, that, that should be our primary motivation. But, you know, you can't deny the fact, I mean, the Bible says that we're going to get rewards. So, we're, oh, no, I don't want a reward. I, I just want to serve God because, you know, I love him. <laughs> no, well, you know, the Bible says that you're going to receive rewards for, for serving God. That's good. Yeah. Okay. So, Bill, I mean, like, yes, like last week, right, when the bridge fell, right, over Frick Park, that Fern Hollow Bridge collapsed, I mean, people responded immediately, right? And people didn't have, like, a theological debate with themselves. Hey, I love Jesus. Right. So they just sprung into action because they're good people and they're trying to do the right thing. Right. And, and, and it came naturally out of, out, of, out of their heart. And I believe that, you know, a person that has uh, Christ in their heart, that they are motivi- motivated by the Holy Spirit, that, you know, they react to situations out of that. You know, if they right. see somebody that has a need, you know, they, they react out of that. So, yeah, I mean, definitely, you know, there should be that relationship with God that is the foundation to everything that we do. Uh, but again, you know, when we when we search the scriptures, you know, it definitely says that that God will reward what we do. Now, you know, the thing that that we need to you know be careful of is that what is our motive, you know, for doing it. You know, I, I think that, like you said, initially the response to you know the bridge collapsing, people just went into action, yeah. you know, because it, it, it flowed out of their heart. Uh, but you know, again, 
you can go back and ask the question, well, what were some people's motives for doing it? You know, did some people do it because they wanted to help the people that were in need? Or were some people, you know, doing it because they wanted to get on TV, you know, or or because, you know, they they wanted to, you know, get some kind of uh, special recognition. So, you know, even when we look at these rewards that we receive, you know, God is not necessarily going to, I don't think he's first and foremost going to judge us by what we did on the outside. He's going to look at the motive of our heart. And, you know, in, in 1 Corinthians 4 or 5, it says that God knows the motives of men's heart. So, you know, when you think about this, that when you sing in the church choir, you know, if you are uh, wanting to show off your gifts, you know, what kind of reward will you get for that opposed to, you know, I'm singing to glorify God. You know, if you give money and you want people to see you give money, you know, opposed to, you know, your right hand not knowing what the left hand is doing and you're blessing somebody, you know, from, from that standpoint, you know, what, who's, you know how, how is that going to be rewarded, you know, when you've given, you know, so people can see you? You know, or even if you evangelize, you know, if you go out in the street and evangelize and say, well, look what I'm doing. You know, I'm out here spreading the gospel, you know, opposed to having a, a, a passion for, for lost souls. So, you know, even the actions that we do, uh, you know, God is going, God is even going to look beyond our actions, and he's going to look at our motives. And, you know, that's why it says, uh, you, you probably remember that passage in, uh, what is it, 1 Corinthians, where it says that, you know, some works will be gold, silver, and precious stone, and other works will be wood, hay, and stubble. And the, the ones that are gold, silver, and precious stones, the people that did things with the right motives, you know, that, that will be the gold, silver, and precious mm-hmm. stone. The people that did the thing with the wrong motive, that will be the wood, hay, and stubble. And, you know, I'm not sure how God has this. You know, I, you know, again, I don't know if he has a big fire in heaven or, you know, we take this symbolically. But, you know, just, uh, you know, the Scripture says that, you know, our works will pass through the fire. And if, if they last, you know, if, if they're made of gold, silver, and precious stone, they'll make it through and we'll receive a reward. And if, if not, you know, if they're made of wood, hay, and stubble, they'll burn up. And then, you know, we won't lose our salvation but the Bible definitely says that we will lose our reward. So, you know, even the fact that we do things, you know, we have to, you know, really check our motive as to why we're actually doing them. Mm-hmm. And like a habit, right? I mean, once you get into the habit, you're tending to do things from a purity perspective as opposed to a performance perspective. Right, right. Yeah, and I, and I, and I like that, too. You know, uh, even, and I would say habit, that, that it has to be rooted and grounded in that relationship, you know, with Christ. And that it's being burst out of that, uh, and again, that it's not just something that you're do, doing like a robot. But there's a there's a heartfelt passion, you know. That's why you know Jesus talked about, you know, if you give a, a cup of cold water, you know, in my name, you know, you will be rewarded for it. So you know, uh, again, here we have that that precious promise that you know, if we do something good and it's from the heart, you know, that we're going to receive a reward from, for it. I'm into that. We're talking with Bill Glaze. He's pastor of Bethany Baptist Church in the Homewood neighborhood here in the city of Pittsburgh. Hey, Bill, um, how are things in Homewood? Uh, you out shoveling today? What's the ice situation? I mean, there you are in the city, right? I mean, every time it snows, it feels a little, the city kind of like just goes by people. How are things? Yeah, well, you know what? Uh, I've been working from home the last couple of days. Uh, and as a matter of fact, when we had the uptick in the uh, uh, the, the the pandemic or the virus, yeah. You know, we actually, at the beginning of the year, uh, you know, we went to virtual services again. Okay. So, you know, we're looking we're looking to get back going uh, the second week in February. Uh, so we've had to shut down. Well, you know what? We haven't shut down the operation because we've still been 
you know, uh, doing virtual service. Good. But, you know, as far as in-person service, you know, we had to uh, you know, suspend that for a little while. Well, I love your church, Bill. Um, uh, you worship with wonderful people. And I bet you're all going to be super glad to be together again in a couple back weeks. To normal. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. You know, I, I, I think that this, for me, uh, this is going to be the last time that, you know, Lord, Lord, let me say that Lord willing, the last time that, you know, we'll shut down because it's, it's just, you know, I, I, I miss the fellowship and the, the gathering and the spirit. So, yeah, uh, it definitely is a different scenario whenever, you know, we're not there in person. Well, Bill, thanks for being with us today, my yeah, friend. Bill, be safe, stay warm, huh? All right, all right. And, and uh, this or that. Uh, a nice warm house, yeah, or uh, a dinner at uh, your favorite restaurant. <laughs> oh, a dinner at your favorite restaurant. Sorry, I'm picking that. Yeah, I am. Okay. Just yeah, I am. <laughs> Thanks, Bill. Someone's paying, right? <laughs> Maybe Bill's paying. Cash call mortgage is a DBA of Impact Mortgage Corp. NMLS ID one two eight two three one. Not all applicants will qualify. Equal housing lender. Licensed by California Department of Financial Protection and Innovation. Residential Mortgage Lending Act license number four one three one zero eight three. Not licensed in all states, including New York. Call eight five five six five seven ninety nine ten for licensing terms and restrictions. Or visit cashcallmortgage.com. Are you being denied a home loan or refi because you're a ten ninety nine employee, self employed, or a real estate investor? It can be frustrating, but it doesn't have to be. Thanks to Cash Call Mortgage. At Cash Call Mortgage, we'll take the time to understand you and your income flow. Using 1099 income, rental income, and bank statements, you could qualify for a home mortgage or refi at a lower rate. So if you're being turned down for a home loan or refi because you're self-employed, a 1099 earner, or a real estate investor, instead of hearing denied, you could be hearing approved. To see if you qualify, visit CashCallMortgage.com or call now, 800-931-6651. That's 800-931-6651. 800-931-6651. By now, you've heard us talk about my pillow, And now Mike has just announced that our listeners will receive one of his books, What Are the Odds? From Crack Addict to CEO, absolutely free with any purchase using your promo code. It's a great time to buy his warm and wonderful My Slippers. They're designed to wear indoors and outdoors all day long, made with MyPillow foam and impact gel to help prevent fatigue, and made with quality leather suede. For a limited time, Mike is offering 50% off his My Slippers. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and use the promo code WORD. You'll also get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including some overstock products, such as individual towels, blankets, comforters, and so much more. From crack addict to CEO, free with any purchase. Call 800-391-0954. Use promo code WORD. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. We've all been thinking a lot lately about the air we breathe. QDOT has been thinking about it for over 100 years, providing big HVAC solutions for the commercial industry, including healthcare, where air quality is paramount. Does your home deserve any less? For affordable solutions, including their new bipolar ionizer, which may eliminate up to 99.4% of airborne viruses, including SARS-CoV-2, breathe easier with QDOT. Call 412-366-6200 or visit q-dot.com. This is Tim Seckler inviting you to tune in each and every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. right here on Word FM 101.5 for the Life and Legacy Show, sponsored by my law firm, the Seckler Law Firm. Each week, we'll talk about your family's well-being as it relates to elder law, nursing home stays, estate planning, and keeping your hard-earned savings. 
And if you missed the Life and Legacy show, you will find it archived at secularlawfirm.com. See you Saturday morning at 9 a.m. right here on Word FM 101.5 for the Life and Legacy show. The first time I used an online uh, grocery shopping app, um, I went to the uh, Giant Eagle website. Yeah. Um, and I had, you know, it wasn't the website. It was the app on your phone that I downloaded. Anyway, it was my very first time. This was a couple years ago. And um, it's a little, if you've never done it, it I've can never, be a little. Yeah, you've never done never it, Never once right? ordered anything like that okay. online. Never. Well, I was, the interface is way better now than it was then. It was so much, so much easier. They've really improved it so much. But I was a little intimidated by it and a little overwhelmed by it. Anyway, when the woman, <laughs> the woman came and delivered it to my house, mm-hmm. there were several things that were surprising. One, she said, um, here are your carrots. And she handed me this bag, and I thought, I wanted to order eight carrots. I got eight pounds oh my of carrots. Eight pounds. You know how many carrots is That's in a lot eight of pounds of yeah. carrots? You, okay. Did you keep them? You, I made every carrot thing. I made carrot oh. soup. I made carrot bread. I made carrot cake. Anyway, and then she said, and here's your banana. And she handed me, <laughs> singular, one banana. You wanted a bunch of I bananas. I wanted a bunch of bananas. You don't realize how specific you have to be on the app is what you're asking for. You have to really pay attention to what the unit is. And then she said, and here are your frosted mini wheats. It was buy one, get one. Yeah. Okay. And somehow I got nine. Nine boxes? Nine boxes. Okay. Buy one. So first of all, Mm. it should be an even number if it's buy one, get one. Right. Right. But I had ordered. See, you, you don't. No, this is all in one order. This okay, happened. so this was several years ago. This was right? probably three years ago. So now, pandemic. I just did it a couple of weeks ago. Things have gotten better? So much easier. So much the better. The interface is so much better, and I know what I'm doing. Right, okay. And so I'm very careful curve. with the each or the pound. Okay, I mean, because I'm, I'm reading an article in today's Wall Street Journal, Raspberries for Cauliflower, the Bizarre World of Online Grocery Store Substitutions. Substitutions, right. Now, this happens a lot. If you're looking for a particular thing, someone who is shopping, quote-unquote, for, you. for shopping for you in the yep. store, they will text you and they'll say, hey, there's no organic cauliflower. Could we substitute regular cauliflower or maybe cauliflower florets in a bag? Yeah, sure. That'd be fine. Okay, so in this article though, this they're telling a story about a couple late at night. They wanted straw. <laughs> late at night, you know how that is. They wanted strawberry shortcake ice cream. So they didn't do a giant eagle out, but they went. And they uh, were too late. They did Instacart. They did Instacart. I've never yeah, Instacart. done that. So instead, whenever their order arrived, they received sausage, egg, and cheese <laughs> breakfast rolls. They want, they that's, wanted, not, that's not going to fulfill the first craving, I don't think. They wanted ice cream, and they got <laughs> breakfast rolls. I was craving this one specific ice cream. I guess Walmart and Instacart had other plans. Right. Okay, so what kind of surcharge is on top of e-delivery? Uh, so you don't pay any surcharge for... For Giant Eagle? No. No. Nothing? No. Really? Mm-hmm. That's surprising. Mm-hmm. I would think there'd be like a... Is there a delivery fee? That you, well, you tip your delivery person if they bring it to your house. But no fee. But here's the thing: there's no tip if you if they bring it out to your car, and I think there should be. I when yeah, because you, there's one person specifically shopping for your right, order, right? Right. When I uh, when my whole family was exposed to COVID at Christmas, uh, we had to go into quarantine, all four of us, because none of us knew whether we had it or not, and it took so long for us to get a test, and there were no rapid tests. 
you people listening know this story uh, because you've lived it yourself. Anyway, um, so when we put in a, an order, yep. there was a ton of stuff on it, right? And I, then I had to add stuff to it. Anyway, the long and the short of it was a very complicated order. And um, I actually called the next day, asked for the person who shopped my order to thank them personally. Oh, fabulous. And she was like... What? Nobody ever does that, but I really appreciate that because that really was a hard order. That's hard work. It is I'm hard sure work. And I don't feel work. like they get enough, uh, credit. enough credit for that. Well, thank you for bringing that up. We'll take a quick break for news when we come back. The world's first atheist country, which I did not know I was didn't such know a, that thing. Was a thing. And the rise of Christianity within that. It's next, the 5 o'clock hour, Friday edition of The Ride Home on Pittsburgh's Christian Talk, Word mm-hmm. FM. Listen on your smart speaker at wordfm.com, the Word FM app, iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. In your car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. President Biden is cheering the latest jobs report. Our country is taking everything that COVID has to throw at us, and we've come back stronger. I'm pleased to report this morning... Many of you already know that America's job machine is going stronger than ever. And Bernie Bennett has a closer look at the numbers rising despite the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic. U.S. job growth blew past expectations in January, brushing off a record-breaking surge in COVID-19 cases nationwide that loomed over the economy as it threatened to sideline millions of workers. The Labor Department said in its monthly payroll report that payrolls in January rose by 467,000, easily topping the 150,000 jobs gained forecast. The unemployment rate, which is calculated based on a separate survey, ticked up slightly to 4%. That's Bernie Bennett reporting on Wall Street, the Dow up 80 points. This is SRN News. My son is in the second grade at our local public school, and yet somehow he gets to attend a Bible class during his school day because of LifeWise Academy. We're seeing public school students from urban, rural, and suburban communities who have never heard the basic stories of how Jesus came to rescue us. Hey, Word FM listeners. I'm Joel Penton, founder of LifeWise Academy, and we bring Bible education to public school students during the school day. Believe it or not, in 1952, the Supreme Court ruled that students can actually be released from public school during school hours to receive religious instruction. However, almost no one knows it's possible. LifeWise Academy provides the structure and tools for local communities to put to work. This program is taking off nationwide and our kids' futures are being changed. Would you consider leading the charge to start a LifeWise in your neighborhood school? The first step is to voice your support at LifeWiseAcademy.org. Why doing it right? Roofing, siding, remodeling? It's simple. It's in their name. Doing it right uses only top quality materials and employs only experienced installation and management people to install and oversee your project. Family owned and operated for 38 years and with over 45 years of industry experience, you can be confident that your project will be installed the correct way. Doing it right does business honestly, taking no money down and collecting balance upon completion. You'll receive a lifetime labor warranty from Doing It Right. Doing It Right does all work to manufacturers, National Roofing Contractors Association, and Vinyl Siding Institute guidelines and specifications for a complete and headache-free installation. Doing It Right is an Owens Corning Platinum Contractor and James Hardy Preferred Contractor. Most importantly, they're affordable, offering great financing options and accepting all major credit cards. Be sure to mention John and Kathy for a discount 
off your roofing, siding, and remodeling estimates. Call 724-NEW-ROOF or find them at roofingcontractorpittsburgh.com. Want it done right? Call doing it right. The new Michelin silicone blades last through everything. On a world record-breaking drive from Alaska to South America in unpredictable conditions. Thunderstorms, ice storms, they just don't quit. Rainier Zydlow chose Michelin Endurance XT silicone wiper blades with advanced quad-tech four-layer coated silicone that repels water, snow, and ice and lasts two times longer than other blades. It's coming down in sheets. Real-world proven. Extreme weather wiping performance. Upgrade to Michelin Endurance XT silicone wiper blades today, only at Walmart. As a veteran media sales professional, a six-figure income is within your reach. I'm Andrew Pawaski, General Sales Manager of Word FM. Here at Salem Media Pittsburgh, we offer highly experienced sales and marketing professionals like you all the support and tools necessary to reach your earning potential through custom on-air campaigns, unique events, and over 50 social media and digital products. To learn more about our open position, please email me at andrew at salempittsburgh.com. Salem Media is an equal opportunity employer. We'll see considerable cloudiness for tonight, a little snow with little to no accumulation. It'll be cold, though. Limited outdoor activity is recommended. We'll see a low of 11. Very cold tomorrow with clouds and breaks of sunshine. We'll reach a high tomorrow of 22. We'll wrap up the weekend Sunday under mostly sunny skies. We'll see a high Sunday of 38. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Okay, so the ice storm, which, you know, every time that there's a storm, the media hypes and hypes and hypes, and you kind of think, well, that was nothing. Mm-hmm. No big deal. Well, this actually was something today, It delivered. It? it did. Now, I don't park my car in a garage. Me neither. So, it's when you go outside and there's an ice storm. I mean, Wasn't it? in? <laughs> okay, my first fear always when there's something like this, can I get the door open? Because there's been times when I haven't been able to. Sure. You're pulling, pulling, pulling. And today, I, I did pull, 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 and it did pop, which I was grateful for because I'm thinking, how am I ever going to get in that car? My biggest, com- not, it's not really a fear, but a complaint, is that no matter what I do, the ice on my wipers makes it so that I can barely see when I'm driving. What, do you pop them yep, up at nighttime? I popped them up. last. Actually, I didn't. I forgot to give credit where credit is due. My husband last night at like 8 o'clock was like, hey, you remembered to put your wipers up. And I thought, oh, no, I have to go back out there and do that now. No, he did it, Good which man. made me feel even worse. That's okay. It's his job. It's, just like, it's, it's his job. It's a lot of guilt there. I mean, he wasn't guilting me. I felt no. badly. Uh, anyway, yeah, but they were so frozen mm-hmm. that I couldn't get, because they were up, I had the the uh, defroster on, sure, but they well, they weren't warm. They weren't warm. Uh-huh. I couldn't get the ice. I, I, so, so I you drove here from. Oh, oh no, that's so dangerous. Like, that's, like this, well, like looking through this one oh, little. That's not good. I knew it wasn't good, but I didn't know how to. I mean, I, I what I needed was to like bring a blow dryer out and mm-hmm. hit the right. hit the wipers. But you could have gotten one. Of, how about they sell those things like those like summertime um, sun blankets? Yeah, those they also silver sell, things. So they sell wintertime ice blankets as well. Like and I'm and I'm like. Forget it. That's the last one more thing I'm going to buy. I can't think of a thing I'd rather, I'd least rather spend money on. Here's a present for you. No, thank you. Have an ice. What is that? So, what you, what it's plugged into your car battery? You peel it off. No, I just, I don't think I I wouldn't have had the strength to do that today. 
That's a whole other. Story. I have I have like a smaller size SUV, but I couldn't even reach. Like I'm too short. You don't have like a long reach. extender. I do have an extender, but it wasn't quite long enough. Oh, I so I was like on my tiptoes. Like, it was ridiculous. I All thought right. somebody saw this. So we're just talking to a guy from Pasadena, California, during the four right. o'clock hour. Who's upset because it's seventy? Yeah, seventy-one. <laughs> I mean, I I don't mind it. It's really it's not been a bad winter. It really hasn't been. It it, it, it has not been. No. Listen, the middle of January is when things turn. Yes, you're right. But up before that, okay, no big deal. Okay, but since the middle of January, that's well, been, it's of course. been three pretty rough weeks. Three weeks. Three weeks. And plus... And there's still time to come. It's not like it's over. Well, Phil saw a shadow, right? So we got six weeks yeah. or so, give or take, like, like I'm relying on Phil. <laughs> so Phil, like, I'm like stating like it's a matter of fact, like, like scientific well, fact. Know, like... Two plus two is four, and Phil saw a shadow. Oh, well, of course, John, that makes perfect sense. I mean, it's going to end soon. And again, I said, I think about this all the time. You have to earn your winter to love your spring. So we are in the yeah. earning process right now. Yeah. That's all. And I feel, you know. That those... sounds like something your grandma said. <laughs> uh, as a matter of fact, she may have said that. Uh-huh. <laughs> Jenny. Yeah. But it's true, though, right? Otherwise, you're going to go, well. It's your grandma's name, Jenny. Yeah. That seems like a younger name for to be. No, 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 no. It was an old name, and then it became young Interesting. again. Yeah, with Jennifer. I've, yes, because really? I've got an I've got a niece who's named after her, and she's Jennifer. Right. But you know, I I never called her Jenny. Of course, she was just Graham. Well, yeah. What was your other grandmother's name? Mary. Mary and Jennifer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nan. Mary was Nan. It was a very, very structured and, and Graham. Okay. How about you? My grandmothers were Nancy and Margaret. Nancy and Margaret. I was yes. talking to somebody about, about our wives' names. My wife's name is Rhonda, mm-hmm. and I've got a good friend. His wife's name is Rhonda too. And we were having lunch, and he and uh, with, with another buddy, and his wife's name is Betty. And you think those are unusual? Right. I mean, I, I'd never met a person in my life whose name was Rhonda until I met your wife. Oh, really? I'd never known anyone with that name. Her best friend in high school's name is Rhonda. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, maybe it's the you know the Beach Boys. Help me, Rhonda. Oh, every, I guess it could have been. Everybody, whenever she says, and, the, and every guy goes, help me, Rhonda. And he, ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, I never heard that before. Oh, yeah, Shut up. <laughs> really? Anyway, coming up next, uh, we're going to take a break. But when we return, uh, we're going to talk about the growth of Christianity in the world's first atheist country. Did you know there, there was an atheist country? I did country? not. Not it's, until I read this article. It's very weird. I didn't know your grandma's name was Jennifer. I didn't know. Jenny. Hey, before you know it, Valentine's Day will be here. And if you're making plans, we suggest you stop on by the Spring House and treat treat your sweetie to something sweet. Mm. Treat your sweetie to something sweet. Hey, Marsh, how you doing, sweetie? I'm good. How are you guys doing? Good. So if people are are listening and they're thinking, now we just had like Christmas. We've lived through a major winter storm, but I better like get on the stick when it comes to planning something for Valentine's Day. I'm hoping you have something to help. We do. We have our annual Valentine's Day sweetheart dinner, and we're actually having it two days because um, Valentine's Day falls on a Monday. So we're going to do it Saturday because Super Bowl's on Sunday. So we're going to do it Saturday, and which is the 12th, and Monday, which is the 14th. And it's a really great meal, and it um, we kind of go fancy that day a little bit, and we turn down the lights, and we serve on China, and we actually serve people at the table, four-course meal, and we have wedding soup, reunion salad, um, grilled marinated plank steak. Um, uh, celebration chicken Romano. Uh, we have live music, home, a choice of homemade dessert, pink lemonade. It's a really great meal. People love it. Oh, girls, potatoes, and green beans, too. And um, we are taking reservations now. And I see Saturday's already filling up. I know we have a week, but 
we hope to let everybody get in that wants to get in. And we have actually have two CDs, a 3 o'clock and a 5 o'clock. Very nice. Yeah. So, so it's, it's a fun time. It, it's the Springhouse, the high-end Valentine's Day version. I like it. Make your reservation now at the springhousemarket.com on the web, springhousemarket.com, or 724-228-3339. Marsha from the Springhouse. Hey, Marsha, be well. Thanks, guys. 101.5 WORD. Coming up on Love Worth Finding. Do you have a holy boldness in your faith? Arrogance. Presumption. This is not boldness. What is boldness? Boldness is having the courage to stand for the Lord Jesus Christ in the face of opposition. Join us for more of Adrian Rogers' series, Living Supernaturally, this month on Love Worth Finding. Tonight at 11 on 101.5 WORD. When assigned to replace your roof, siding, gutters, and downspouts, entry doors, and, of course, windows, you can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for all your exterior home projects. Why pay double with some other companies? Windows R Us will always give you the best price on the best in-class products, backed by the best warranties in the industry, all with zero sales pressure. And speaking of zero, right now, get zero interest financing for 12 months and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. With prices set to increase on all exterior products, lock in your quote today. Schedule a free estimate at windowsarrestpittsburgh.com. Find them at the Pittsburgh Home Show going on now and the Pittsburgh Remodeling Expo at Heinz Field beginning February 11th. As a veteran media sales professional, a six-figure income is within your reach. I'm Andrew Pawaski, General Sales Manager of Word FM. Here at Salem Media Pittsburgh, we offer highly experienced sales and marketing professionals like you all the support and tools necessary to reach your earning potential through custom on-air campaigns, unique events, and over 50 social media and digital products. To learn more about our open position, please email me at andrew at salempittsburgh.com. Salem Media is an equal opportunity employer. Happy to welcome Sarah Eckhoff-Zilstra back to the program, senior writer and faith and work editor for the Gospel Coalition. Sarah is also a book author. She co-wrote Gospel Bound, Living with Resolute Hope in an Anxious Age. And we're always happy when she joins us. Sarah, welcome back. Hey, I'm always happy to be here. Great. Hey, Sarah. Thanks for coming along. Listen, I'm really shocked. I had no idea there was such thing as a atheist country, a state-sanctioned atheist country. Yeah, isn't that a crazy thing? Which is different than a secular country, which means we don't care what you believe. We're just not going to, you know, endorse anything. An atheist country says you have to believe there is no God. That's crazy. Okay, so who is this country? What is this country? Yeah, so this used to be like the Soviet Union. Today would be probably China is the one we would think of as an, an atheist country. Lots of times communist countries are. Um, mostly because communism itself is, is a religion. You have to believe in the state. Yeah. Um, but the one we're talking about today is Albania, which mm-hmm. became a communist, pretty much a closed country after World War II. So for 50 years, they were the first one to declare themselves an atheist state and say, um, you may not believe in, in any religion. Uh, you can't be a Muslim or a Jew or a Christian or anything. You have to not believe in God. Wow. You've profiled a particular person who grew up in that environment. Tell us about him. Yeah, this is so fascinating, you guys, because um, Albania opened up to the world in the early 1990s, 1991. 
And it was before that, it was like North Korea. So as I was telling the story, I just kept thinking about if North Korea ever opened up, I bet it would be a lot like this. Mm. So he, I talked to Asin, and he said, man, when I was growing up, it was, um, we had no, the farm technology was really old. There was lines for milk. You'd get up before dawn to go stand in line to get milk. Mm. The pharmacy, you'd go to the pharmacy, and all they'd have maybe would be some aspirin. Um, the electricity didn't turn on reliably. And yet... They thought they were living in a utopia. You, you think sometimes you hear of North Korea telling their people they're the best country in the world or the wealthiest country in the world. Well, that also happened in Albania. Um, so they would just show pictures of starving children from different places around the world and on their state-sanctioned only TV you could get and tell everybody, hey, this is happening everywhere. You're lucky. Um, you know, you have a little bit of food. We're doing awesome. And they believed it until the country opened up. Wow. Can you imagine? Wow. And then what did, so when, when they, they, when they opened up, they, a collective shock. All of a sudden they thought, what, it has to have been an incredible sense of disillusionment or outright anger. Yes. And like fleeing. Um, I, I read stories of like, you know, boats would come in. So all of a sudden they can trade with other countries. I mean, this country shut, like North Korea, they weren't, they weren't friends with anybody. So no, that nobody could come in or trade with them, which of course shuts down your economy. So when they finally were starting to get boats in, I, I looked at these pictures of like a boat would come in from Italy. And then before it could leave again, so many Albanians had leaped onto it or swam out to get onto it. And they were hanging off the sides of it. Oh, wow. I mean, they were fleeing the country as fast as they could, um, as you would, too, if all of a sudden you found out that your government had been brainwashing you this whole time. Heck, yeah. OK, so. Yeah then people changed. It had to change society in some way, an openness. I imagine at the same time, the government got a little freaked out and they tried to, you know, have some more crackdown. So it, it, Albania sounds like it was living in chaos. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, that's exactly right. I think it was. And, you know, part of it was that you have to kind of change to survive. I, I mean, I'm just amazed that North Korea can keep going as long as it can. Um, maybe just living off of handouts from other countries, because really, um, once you shut your economy down that far, it's so hard to get it back open again. And here's another interesting thing they said. They said now they're trying to do capitalism because they can see how it works other places. But underneath capitalism, there's an assumption of morality. Mm -hmm. So the reason that it works is because people generally trust each other not to lie and outright cheat each other, or there's laws in case they do. So it works best if there's a Christian foundation in the country and the, and the people can trust each other. It's much harder, they said, in Albania um, because there is no Christian foundation. And so there's no stigma against trying to cheat somebody or lie to somebody. And so they, it, it, the economy just does not – capitalism doesn't work as well. There. Interesting. That's it's funny you bring that up because we were talking last week about like the most corrupt countries in the world. Somebody had put together a list and I believe that Albania was, you know, as you're saying, somewhere yeah. near the top because it's not baked into their into their society. Mm hmm. Yeah, it's just crazy the way that even the air like Christianity sort of in the air that we breathe here still in America, you know, many of our values caring for the weak and, you know, taking care of the poor are just sort of, we feel like they're universal and right. they're not. Right. Which, so is, then, which is ironic as the society's at large trying to distance itself from yeah. Christianity. So then how does that work then? If, if you're growing up in your country as a spiritual desert, how does Christianity find some roots? Yeah. So um, when, the company, when the country opened back up, 
you know, keep in mind it had been 50 years. And so maybe your grandma could remember going to church or going to the mosque or something, but your mom probably didn't remember. And the kids certainly had no memory of that. So their their ties to their religion were very weak. Hmm. However, this is so interesting. Within like 30 years, they did another poll of the country and only 1% said they were atheist. Everybody else, that fast, most of them popped back to that older religion they had before. Oh, wow. So like 75% of the country now says it's Muslim and like 10% is now Greek Orthodox, I think, or Roman Catholic. And so they just, everybody kind of went back, which was so interesting to me. Like, boy, you think you could wipe out religion from a people, but as soon as you give them a little free reign, they're right back to what they were, you know, hanging on to before. Wow. And you would think that if you were able to manipulate the reality of your populace mm-hmm. for 50 years, that that would achieve mm-hmm. some long-term result. You would think that. Okay, so yeah. 75% of the people you're saying in Albania would say that they are Muslims. Yeah. So then how did that work? Was there a more aggressive evangelism from Muslims coming into the country, or were they already there, or the local church, you know, or the Orthodox church didn't have as strong of an impact? Any idea about that? Yeah, you know what it was? It's almost an exact mirror of what the population was before communism. Interesting. Um, so they, so it was. They just went back to their grandma's religion. Mm-hmm. Most of them. Now, one thing that changed a lot was Christianity, actually, because when the country shut down originally, there was maybe a hundred Christians. When it opened back up, there was maybe sixteen. Like you could oh count gosh. them on a piece of paper. Sixteen Christians. They could. This is what people knew about. Like maybe there were some secret Christians, but those are the ones that that all of the world's evangelistic organizations together could think of these 16. Now there's 17,000. And so there was a huge opening. Part of this, I'm sure, is that it's tied to the West, right? And when your country opens up and you can see, oh, we're not doing so well. Oh, the West, especially America, looks like they're doing great. What's going on over there? So I think that helps to be them to be open um, to Christianity. And then, of course, part of it's just the spirit of God moving um, as well. What about missionaries? Are they mm-hmm. welcoming into the country? Yes. So I would say now, I mean, and now we're, you know, we're, we're past that far enough where most of the mission work there is done by Albanians. Okay. Okay. So at first it was missionaries from other countries coming in, and now it's, um, there's, a, there's a pretty strong um, Christian community and network of churches there, and so they're doing their own evangelism and reaching out to other countries around them, too. So what do you know, uh, Sarah, about, I guess I would say general curiosity about Jesus, um, you know, I, I can imagine that during those 50 years of no uh, communication with outside countries, that would be one question. But I guess I want to ask now also the a question now that things are opened up. What about him? How 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 is that question asked and answered in Albania now? Yeah, that's such a good question. Well, people didn't stop trying to get the Bible in just because the country was closed. And they have some remarkable stories of there was some GIs after World War II who flew over the country and put little parachutes on individual Bibles and just dropped them all down over the country. Um, And we know at least one landed because there's a a gentleman we know of now um, who emerged later and uh, connected with the church and said that he um, had found a gospel of Mark like that had been parachuted in. There's another story of their um, operation missions would sit, they, operation mobilization, sorry, parked their boat. They got a big ship 
they parked it in international waters and they would drop a Bible into a Ziploc, like a gallon Ziploc, put air in it, blow it up and zip it shut and drop it in when the tide was right and hope that those would make their way onto shore. Yeah. And a couple people found them. Um, And so the spirit of God was still moving, even, even though, you know, you can shut it down, but you can't really shut down God. Oh, that's fascinating. Um, Pe- Isn't that it is. I mean, people are so ingenious, and I mean, something like that—that that is like such a hack, simple idea to make it work. <laughs> yeah. Right. And I would never do that, Sarah, because I'd be like, "Well, that's stupid. That's not going to work." But you need—you need someone with vision, yeah. who says, "Well, what do you? How do you know it's not going to work? Mm, you know, really you might think it's not going to work. Well, I think it is going to work. So we're going to put them in the water." Yeah. And all it takes is yeah. one. Okay, so, Sarah, you know, as you're telling this story, I mean, years ago, I, I was—I—I uh, I was fortunate to be in uh, Ukraine, and uh, a, a pastor said, well, the way that I came to Christ is that I was evangelized by my daughter. So mm. as the curtain lifted, young people came to Christ and there was sort of like backwards evangelism. It went backwards into the, you know, the generation and Previous not forward. Generation. Yeah. Yeah. That's totally what we see in Albania as well. Um, that first generation that came to Christ, they were college students. It was campus crusade. Um, who was hauling these these kids to Jesus, and then it moved backward um, and forward from them. Yeah. Wow. Sarah, it is a really interesting article, and it's long and in-depth. I mean, it's just, uh, there was, and so many different profiles of people. I wish we had more time to go into all the particulars. Um, Look for this, thegospelcoalition.org. The title of Sarah's piece is The Growth of Christianity in the World's First Atheist Country. Sarah, have you been to Albania? No, I wish I had. Wouldn't that be interesting? It really really would be. You're made for this kind of stuff, Sarah. Yeah, I know. I should go. Fabulous. Okay. Do a little fundraiser. When When things open up, I think that would be great. Yeah, I think so, too. You guys can come, too. Okay, great. If you're looking for partners in travel, John and I are always up for it. Sarah, thanks. It's always a pleasure. You do excellent work. We're happy to have you with us. Thanks for telling us the story. Well, thanks so much. You guys have a great weekend. Our pleasure. Thank you. You as well. You know, your mom always used to say, uh, listen, be careful about the company you keep, right? Because who you hang out with really defines in many ways who you are. Well, when you look at Grove City College, the community of students who call this place home, I believe is really something special because Grovers care about and for each other. And there's more than 150 student organizations that will prove that every day. Also, You just got to look at the alumni, the Grover alumni. It's gigantic. And they care for each other decades after they've graduated from Grove City College. So if your child is looking for next year or in the near future, I'd recommend you look at Grove City College because the company you keep is really quite excellent. What about the company you keep, John, as far as the people who are teaching you or the people who are advising you? Or the people that are kind of helping you figure out yourself over four years. You know, that's, I think, probably just as important as your peers, right? Especially when you're between 18 and 22 and you're trying to figure out what life is about and how you can fit in and what your career path is like and what your gifting is. The faculty that are there to advise at Grove City College are truly outstanding. They're people with big minds and big hearts. And your child might end up a different person because of the mentorship they could have at a place like Grove City. Look at Grove City College, a classical campus one hour from Pittsburgh, gcc.edu. Do your pets have the same energy they used to? Do they have problems with itching, scratching, a dull coat, or goopy ears? Then your pets need Dynavite. 
D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E.com. For over 20 years, pet owners have trusted Dynavite to supplement their pet's diet. We started Dynavite and in our first box, we noticed a difference. Dynavite is an all-natural daily supplement made from whole foods that helps support your pet's immune system, digestion, skin, and coat. Within three weeks, he's not scratching and itching, and he's an all-around happier dog. Today's commercial pet foods are processed at high temperatures, which bakes out all the essential goodness. These processed foods can lack the essential vitamins, enzymes, and probiotics that contribute to overall good health. Adding a scoop of Dynavite to your pet's food bowl is the answer. If you love your pets as much as I do, you want to do what's best for them to live long, healthy, happy lives. I have two cats and two dogs. All four of them are on the Dynavite. You won't believe how happy your dog will be. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Ask Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker, too. Plus, iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. Attention Social Security and SSI recipients. If you did not receive an economic impact payment for your eligible spouse or dependents, you may need to file a 2020 tax return with the IRS and claim the recovery rebate credit. Go to ssa.gov EIP to see if you need to file a tax return and if eligible for other refundable tax credits, like the child tax credit. That's ssa.gov slash EIP, produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. We'll see considerable cloudiness for tonight, a little snow with little to no accumulation. It'll be cold, though. Limited outdoor activity is recommended. We'll see a low of 11. Very cold tomorrow with clouds and breaks of sunshine. We'll reach a high tomorrow of 22. We'll wrap up the weekend Sunday under mostly sunny skies. We'll see a high Sunday of 38. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. So news comes today that for the very first time, Facebook has ex- is experiencing, and I mean the first time, this has never happened since Facebook was inaugurated. Um, they have experienced people y- using on a daily basis the app less. I would say from personal experience, you and myself, I think a lot of people are kind of like... Facebook fatigue. It was right. a, it was a, a, a sort of a fun kind of trendy thing for a while, for a long while. Yeah, but you know, especially when it you started had in kids. 04. Okay, so we, you know, you're posting family photos or vacation photos. You're reconnecting with old friends, right? From friends from high school, childhood, mm-hmm. high school, college, whatnot. Sharing back and forth. Then you find the, the the rise of the interest rooms. I'm involved in this room or that room, mm-hmm. but then. When you start to hear about, you know, them selling your information and you're part of a pawn, right. you're a profit center. And and you, you look at the Instagram portion, which is, you know, young girls who are comparing themselves to other right. women who are in the entertainment industry and they always feel less than and they always feel fat and ugly. And so it leads to clinical depression and it leads to suicidal thoughts. And oh all of a sudden God. you're like, why do I want to be involved yeah, it's lost in its this luster, platform? Right? Um, but it's still remarkable news. Um, you know, I've experienced that. You've experienced that. But to see how many people overall, according to data, are now using Facebook less. I mean, it's really it's really something anyway. So that is one bit of the news today. Secondly, I see an article from the American uh, Psychiatric Association, which is maybe a uh, website I should spend more time on. on uh, might help me. Uh, anyway, one in three Americans says the headlines. Worry about social media's impact on mental health 
and nearly half say it has hurt society at large. So if you're looking for reasons why people are using the app less, the American Psychiatric Association is giving you a big article explaining what the deal is. Okay, but the weird thing is, though, what you're saying is that this downturn, this sudden downturn, first time ever, has reduced, obviously, Mark Zuckerberg's massive fortune. By something like $13 billion, I think. So he's down $13 billion. But it's also impacted the stock market. It has. It's impacted the stock market incredibly because these social media platforms have been such juice for the market because it's just been this. It's kind of like we thought we would never get to the end of all the people on earth who wanted to use social media. It was like this infinite pot. And uh, one of the articles I read today about it, I think it was on CBS. Uh, com said we've realized that it is a finite pot like there are there are only a certain number of people on earth who are going to use facebook and we have reached that peak right. well it's kind of like you know the hula hoop right something comes out that's fun and new and trendy right. and then it runs its course so except, why would it be okay, except, that? except that the hula hoop was a trend and it was kind of silly and it got people laughing and doing something and whatever. Like Facebook. But what the American Psychiatric Association is saying, that nearly half of Americans say social media has hurt society at large, and 42% says it has hurt political discourse in particular. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and if you put it in a personal context, a third of Americans, so 33.3%, say social media does more harm than good to their personal mental health <laughs> their personal mental health it's hard to refute is that. worse because of facebook yeah and you could extrapolate that to any social media and then you tie that around dollars and cents and uh, of course you know the downfall is not surprising even though it is surprising in a way because it's gigantic and here it is today for the first time ever right so very weird, very very strange. Uh, let me say this: um, this is a quote from uh, the president of the American Psychiatric Association. Her name is Vivian Pender, and she yeah. said this: "25 years into what almost feels like a giant psychological experiment, most Americans are interacting with social media daily, and many are concerned about its effects on mental health and society. Volumes have been written on this various impacts, the, on these various impacts. The bottom line is that we know enough to say that when things get overwhelming." There are simple steps we can all be aware of to take matters into our own hands and manage our usage of these platforms. Okay, so maybe there's the silver lining there, right? right? So we've realized that we don't have to be at its mercy. Yes. If we feel like it's negatively impacting our mental health, then we have the agency to say, well, then I'm not going to do it. Good. Okay, so now, now our kids are pretty similar around the same ages. They are My kids are not active on Facebook. No. Hmm. But... When you think about TikTok or Instagram or whatnot, Reddit. there's something right behind it. Yes, Reddit. My, kids, our... my kid lives on Reddit. Right. So there's something that's already in place. Yeah. I mean, the, so if people are now, now this uh, this data from the American Psychiatric Association is all social media. It's not just about Facebook. Yeah. It's all social media. So if a third of Americans are saying that social media in general is impacting their their personal mental health in a negative way, that could be Twitter because I mean if you don't manage Twitter well talk about something that's going to impact your mental health I mean it just popping off there's well or if you're reading people who just constantly tear Mm, people down minute after minute after minute day after it's just ridiculous okay look if it all went away like today yes I'd be meh I think I would be meh too and I wouldn't have said that six months ago really 
I wouldn't have. I've it's a, in the last six months. I've become increasingly concerned about it. Who care? I like who cares? Let her slide. I mean, really. But it's never. It's never going to go away. No, it'll always not. It'll, it'll a new morph creation. into different little bits, different right. little. Pl- I mean, Facebook already said today that it's concerned and trying to develop something that would rival TikTok because that's taken a lot of their yeah. share. So then who are those minds who are crafting that next big thing? Right? And then uh, it, this is probably a whole other, you know, tributary to go down. But when when you're looking at TikTok videos that are either a minute long or 10 seconds long, what's that doing to your brain if that's all you do? I mean, you'd be better off reading long form statements yeah, on Facebook than you would watching rewiring your brain to only be able to attend to something for 10 seconds. I can't watch those things because it leaves you wanting. Right? I, I find get, it really annoying. Is that it? Is that it? No. Is that it? I mean, really, no, that's it? That that's, yeah. Anyway, I don't know. We sound like old people. I think. That's sorry. Okay, take a quick break. That's all right. A third of Americans say that they're getting out, too. All right. We'll take a break. When we do come back, uh, the week in review. What was everyone talking about? What'd you eat? Mm-hmm. What'd you watch? What you reading anything you good? Yeah, I am, as a matter of fact. How are you? Yeah. I can't wait to hear about it. 101.5 WORD. Hey, I'm Keith Stevens. Join Donna Cruz and me this weekend for Keep the Faith. Mitch Album shares about the most rewarding way to spend life. Giving makes me feel like I'm living. When you look at it that way, a gazillion dollars means nothing, and helping one child means everything. I hope you can join us for Keep the Faith tomorrow night at 10 on 101.5 Word FM. W-O-R-D. Why doing it right? Roofing, siding, remodeling? It's simple. It's in their name. Doing it right uses only top quality materials and employs only experienced installation and management people to install and oversee your project. Family owned and operated for 38 years and with over 45 years of industry experience, you can be confident that your project will be installed the correct way. Doing it right does business honestly, taking no money down and collecting balance upon completion. You will receive a lifetime labor warranty from doing it right. Doing It Right does all work to manufacturers, National Roofing Contractors Association, and Vinyl Siding Institute guidelines and specifications for a complete and headache-free installation. Doing It Right is an Owens Corning Platinum Contractor and James Hardy Preferred Contractor. Most importantly, they're affordable, offering great financing options and accepting all major credit cards. Be sure to mention John and Kathy for a discount off your roofing, siding, and remodeling estimates. Call 724-NEW-ROOF or find them at roofingcontractorpittsburgh.com. Are you wondering if this year you'll still be asking why it seems so easy for other people to find love, but so hard for me? If you're feeling the pain of being alone and are tired of everyone around you finding their soulmates and leaving you behind, then get ready to remove the barriers to finding the marriage of your dreams and start believing it's possible for you. Hi, I'm Jackie Dorman. Join me in my Married in 12 Months Challenge, where I'll teach you why now is your time to find love, what are the lies that are holding you back, why God wants you to be married, the biblical law of attraction, and the tools you need to become a bride. Listen, if you deeply desire to be married, but you're still single, you should be doing something about it. Sign up for my free Married in 12 Months 5-Day Challenge at lovestories.com. The only thing you have to lose is the pain of being alone on your journey. So join me at lovestories.com. That's lovestories.com. As a veteran media sales professional, a six-figure income is within your reach. 
I'm Andrew Pawoski, General Sales Manager of Word FM. Here at Salem Media Pittsburgh, we offer highly experienced sales and marketing professionals like you all the support and tools necessary to reach your earning potential through custom on-air campaigns, unique events, and over 50 social media and digital products. To learn more about our open position, please email me at andrew at salempittsburgh.com. Salem Media is an equal opportunity employer. It's been another week. That means it's time for John and Kathy's Week in Review. What was everyone talking about this week? A couple of things, I would say, but the, probably the last couple of days we've been talking about winter weather, right? And or... The bridge collapse. Yes. Right? Those two things combined, right? The winter weather and the bridge that was on everybody's minds. Yep. What was a conversation that made you think? Oh, um... Uh, the day you weren't here, I talked to Jim Daly. From the day, Focus on the the day I wasn't here when he liked it better, Gary. No, you know, you've, no, heard, no, the, you've no, heard of no. that show. Mm-hmm. I talked to Jim Daly about, about yeah. what is the family. I love Jim. He's fabulous. And Focus on the family, I mean, they're a mainstay here, of course, on Word FM. And uh, I, I garner good information still from the work in the ministry that Focus on the Family does. So what is the family? Jim he dug down deep into that, you know, in this era now where polymorphous is a family or you know you name it every, the family's under attack and i don't think that's any sort of exaggeration but they are steady in their biblical referencing and use of the quality of the family in today's culture what's a family i picked chris martin he was with us on wednesday at four ten. Yeah. um he's written a lot about uh, as we were talking about in our previous segment social media um but uh he was talking about hope in our developing digital dystopia Mm. and it wasn't all bad news there was good news in there and i really like chris a lot i think he is he's he's an interesting writer and i enjoy his segments on the show so if you didn't have a chance to hear that check out our podcast wherever you get your podcast that was wednesday at 4 10 with chris martin what did you eat my wife was away this week she went to visit family in south dakota so you know as a single guy you know you're kind of i'm alone all week long i'm pretty much eating like you know hot dogs and beans that's so depressing. You know, that kind of stuff. But she came back the other night, and on the way out to the airport after the show, I went to pick her up. There was a five-and-a-half-mile traffic jam inbound. And I was like, we're going to dinner. So I picked her up, and I said, traffic's horrible. We went to this is a major treat because she had set some money aside to travel that she didn't use. We went to Ditka's. Man, that holds up. Ditka's, I haven't been there in years. It's been around for at least a decade. I had it myself a nice steak and so We've had some nice meals there. Mm -hmm. Uh (laughs) None of them were cheap, as I remember. it's not cheap, but boy, it was an excellent meal. I love it there. I mean, I had a New York strip, and she had a filet, and well, we we had a little party there. Did you see my turkey burger on the menu? I did not see it. I didn't even look for it, as a matter of fact. The old turkey burger. Forget that. Mm. Nope. Ditkiss. How about you? Uh, I'll take the complete opposite extreme and say that uh, last night I had, nope, I had the chili from Eaton Park. Oh, if you're talking right. my favorite chili in the world, yeah, it is the chili from Eaton Park. Really, whatever what? they do to chili is exactly what should be done to chili. Come on, it's exactly it's perfect in every way. Get out! I got a quart of it at the drive-through window, and I got cornbread, and it was tops. Okay, sounds good. What did you watch? Uh, I watched this film called Nightmare Alley, mm. and it's a remake of a 1940s film wire. Uh, movie, a Bradley Cooper and a giant all-star cast. 
And it's a story of like this, you know, it's, it's film noir. So film noir, you know, by definition, is kind of seedy. Right. And it's the story of a seedy carnival. And Bradley Cooper joins this carnival, of course, because of the major character. He's got a secret that he's hiding. He becomes a mentalist and preys on people in 1940s culture. And the film is peppered with all these incredible actors, but it's also uh, the design is this beautiful sort of, you know, um, like post-World War II deco kind of look. Oh, yeah. Very, very nice. Wow. So you recommend it? I yeah, I would recommend it. It's on Hulu. Okay. Yeah, Nightmare Alley. Very interesting. All right. Terrific. What are you watching? I'm going to say the same thing three weeks in a row. What are you? Three Fridays in a row. I've talked about All Creatures Great and Small. Oh, we're watching it tonight. Which is on PBS. Yeah. Um, you can watch it on Amazon, the first season. I don't know if the second season is up on Amazon yet. I think you have to do the BBC app. The second or it, season? The BBC channel for this first season, too, I think. Listen. I don't know how many more times I have to bring this up on the weekend review before every single one of you watches All Creatures Great and Small. We've heard it. It is so beautiful, funny, insightful. It'll make it, the animals are unbelievable. The people are great. It's so good. Okay, good. It's everything. When I lay down to sleep at to go to sleep at night and I can't sleep, I think about All Creatures Great and Small and I feel better. Okay, okay. So season one, you're saying is uh, season on one Amazon. and two. Yeah, season two, we're now it's, it drops every a new episode every Sunday night. Okay. So I think we're three weeks into season two, and I don't think you can watch season two unless you have the BBC channel on or Amazon. The PBS app, maybe. Or the PBS, one of those two. Okay. Right. Anyway, highly recommend it. What are you reading? I'm reading a really interesting book called Doing Life with Your Adult Children. Mm. Keep Your Mouth Shut and the Welcome Mat Out. Jim Burns, and Jim's been a guest on our show. It's very insightful. It's common sense. And so, I mean, I, I don't know. I think this is probably pretty common. I think anybody's got, you know, kids who are transitioning out of, you know, teens into young 20s, leaving college and whatnot. How am I approaching this as a, as a father? What, what, what am I sharing or what, what's best to let them discover on their mm. own? How do you navigate that? I want to keep this relationship thriving and alive. So I, I need a little help. So doing life with your adult children, it's been very good for me to read this. That sounds really good. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm still reading Gentle and Lowly by Dane Ortland, which I highly recommend. Uh, we've had uh, Dane's uh, brother and his father on the show. We've never had Dane on, yes, but, we but we have to do that because the book is really so excellent. And about, I don't know, four or five days ago, I started reading The Best of James Harriet. What? Who's, of course, the main character in All Creatures Great and Small, which is the book that he wrote. And I've never actually sat down and read his stuff, but I'm so into the TV show. I thought, I gotta start. the books are so good. How did yeah. I miss out on that? Anyway, best of James Harry. Excellent. What hacked you off? Okay, what hacks me off is, you know, so the bridge fell last week, right? The Fern Hollow Bridge. All of a sudden, people jump online and they start talking about the bridge. <laughs> now, look, it's politics. Everyone starts going, how about how about uh, the ex-mayor, Bill Peduto? If he would not have spent that money on the bike lanes, that bridge would not have fallen. Like that's the way budgets work. Exactly. So people with like very limited knowledge about city government and all that, you just want to hate on somebody. So you hate on somebody and you bring up their you know stupid bike lanes. I mean, whatever. Whatever you feel about bike lanes. Am I a great fan of them? No. But am I a biker? Do I use them? Yes, I do. But is that the end of the – is the, the bridge fall because of bike lanes? I don't think so. <laughs> So be informed before right. you go out there and say something about, you know, bike lane bill. That's all. I'm not defending the guy, but it's the truth. Right. 
I'm hacked off about the Whoopi Goldberg thing. Uh-oh. I mean, all of a sudden, like, she, how? I don't know how you can get to the place she is in life without realizing, I guess, without realizing that the Jewish people are considered a race. I don't know how little you could read about World War II and the Holocaust without realizing that that word, race, is, like, indelibly imprinted on on all of it. I just, I can't figure out how you could do that. Well, it's a myopic worldview and you're not reading. I guess it is. I guess it is. Uh, Tim Kelly says something really insightful uh, in Comet Magazine maybe a year ago where he, he said that um, the more oppression that we get, we have in society right now, the more imp- oppression we have experienced, the more collateral we have. Mm-hmm. And there's a finite amount of it, if you can imagine, like a finite uh, pot of uh, of collateral. And so if I admit that you are oppressed also, then I become oppressed less. Oh, it minimizes your oppression. Right. And so and so I have to keep you from being oppressed or you people from being oppressed because I need to maintain my oppression so that I can keep my social capital going. Anyway, it's a cautionary tale to any of us, regardless of what our oppression is. Um, All I can say is that we have to find a better way to talk about oppression and justice than what we've got going now, because it's it's so self-centered instead of being other centered. Mm, And over time, just tax me off. Excellent. What was the best news you heard this week? It's Groundhog Day. I mean, that's good news to me because I kind of feel like winter is going to be over before you know it. Do you love the animal? Phil? I don't mind Phil. I mean, you know... I'm not a PETA person that I'm going, oh, poor Phil's suffering or anything I don't like think that. he's suffering, for goodness you sake. Know. He's probably living like a king. Well, PETA was in town the day before the you know, the reveal, and they were they were protesting up at Punks and Tawny. Okay, so now that's going to hack me off. Right. They came in, and they, you know, know they had protests, and they were like, you know, he's being mistreated. Oh, I, mean, I did not know this. Phil lives in the library, in the town library, and there's this gigantic enclosure. And it's not just Phil. It's Phil and his woman. <laughs> and apparently, he lives a pretty good life. Yeah. So... Anyway, it's Groundhog Day. It always makes me feel good, as goofy as it is, because, you know, the end is nigh. That's all. Okay, great. Uh, the best news I heard is that the renovations on my house finally started. Hey! Yeah, we've been we've been looking. It was supposed to start January 3rd, or not January, July 3rd. And so we've been, you know, living in a crazy situation ever since. Now it's crazier, but at least we're, like, moving in a forward direction. Yeah. Very yeah. excited about it. So you don't want to be the money pit. Very excited about Matt and Corey who are ripping my house apart Go on a Matt. daily basis. That's going to be nerve wracking, isn't it? It's the loudest thing I sure believe I've ever experienced. House. All right. That's it. And that's John and Kathy's Week in Review. It's that time of the year at the Springhouse in 84. It's Dairy Farm Tour time. That's right. We actually invite classes of school children to our real working dairy farm. The children love feeding the calf, milking the cow, and even seeing where the cows sleep and smelling what they eat. Many children today have never even touched a baby calf, nor have they associated the wonderful cow as the source of the milk that they get from the grocery store. At the Springhouse in 84, we are so committed to teaching children about farming and helping them understand how much the city mouse and the country mouse truly need each other. Call 228-3339 or have your child's teacher set up a date for your child's classroom farm tour and let us share a little of our farm with you at the Springhouse in 84. 
Before Bamboo HR, <laughs> I feel like crying just thinking about it. We were still handling everything via paper, and we literally had paper stacked. It was all in spreadsheets and like folders. From the moment I started using it, I felt calmer. As soon as we started using the Bamboo like onboarding checklist, I mean, <laughs> it was extremely easy. Headcount, turnover, uh, years of service. Like, there's just so many different reports that I use at different points in time. I'm like totally set free to focus on the people, to focus on development, to focus on team dynamics. It's freeing me up to do more of the stuff that actually matters in HR, which is interacting with people, learning from them, and then building stuff for them. Everything is in this one place. I can't even imagine what it would be like without Bamboo HR. We're Bamboo HR, and we'd love to set you free to do great work. Come try our award-winning all-in-one HR software for free with no strings attached. Visit BambooHR.com slash HR for this free trial offer. That's BambooHR.com slash HR. You're not who you were 25 years ago. Your life's more complex. People change, families change, and the law changes. This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy and Hagerman. And a proper estate plan should keep up with those changes. That's why Abernathy and Hagerman presents free ongoing estate planning workshops with attorney Dan Reimer, someone who's really good at making complex concepts sound so simple, so you can protect what's yours and to ensure that your will is done. The next one's happening soon. For details and to attend, visit a-h.law. What makes AutoZone America's number one battery destination? Because they offer free battery testing and charging and reliable replacement batteries starting at just $79.99. And they've always got your battery solution get in the zone auto zone we are everywhere on your radio at 101.5 wordfm pittsburgh at wordfm.com the word fm mobile app iheart tune in and odyssey each week at this time john and christy and i talk about our picks for uh, local sports teams in the professional realm and also what's going on in the larger NFL and HL. Uh, but we're taking a break this week for two reasons. One, uh, Christy is on vacation today nice. and uh, Gary's not nearly as interested in uh, local in sports, sports picks as Christy is. And second of all, it's the uh, all-star break for hockey. Right. And, you know, just we're not betting. Not betting. There's nothing involved here. It's just kind of like, this is fun for us. You got to go, who are the Pens playing? Oh, the Pens. Uh, uh, what's going on with the Steelers? Yeah, but, they, but it's not like it's not competitive for crying out loud. Because you guys have tried to make me feel as badly as possible. No, no. Yeah, you have. I'm just doing my thing. Yeah, oh, don't you, say I'm just doing my thing. You're the one who's suffering because you're going, oh, I'm horrible. I know all this stuff about sports, and I'm way behind the mark. Exactly. It's not me. How I can that be? I, I just really, ter- I've done a really terrible job. Well, wait a second. Anyway, I feel like there's it's bad also, news coming. It's also, there is. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, also, it's the break week before uh, the big game next Sunday. The big game? Mm-hmm. All right. The big game next. Well, so would you like to know uh, overall where we are right now? <laughs> Considering that I see the wry smile on your face, mm-hmm. I have a good idea where we are right now. Well, I think it all started when I picked the exact score of the Red Wings-Pens game last mm-hmm. week, last Friday. Yeah. Um, so I got two points out of that. Uh, yeah. And you guys both thought that the Pens would win, and you were both wrong. Mm-hmm. Anyway, when you add all of this up, mm-hmm. all of the games up that we talked about last Friday. What games were those? Uh, that was the Red Wings and Pens, and then the Kings and Pens, which was Sunday afternoon. Mm-hmm. And then we went National uh, Football League, and we did the Bengals and Chiefs, mm-hmm. and we did the 49ers and Rams. Yeah. Um, the overall total... I am still behind. Hey, why? Okay, I'm still behind at 25 points, but you only have 25 and a half. Oh. So I am biting on your heels 
like it's my whole job. Okay, fine. So look out. Not a funny pressure. Christy's still leading at 26 and a half. So I have narrowed the gap. Yeah, because you were far, far away there yeah, for a so while. Yeah, so 26 and a half with Christy, 25 and a half with you, 25 with me. All right. Okay, so fine. I feel like I, if I had a good day at the Super Bowl, the big game, then yeah. I think that that could really make a big difference. Right, right. The big game. Was it promotional? Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. All right. So the Super Bowl. Uh, oh, the, the, <laughs> it's pretty hard, isn't it? <laughs> Please don't find me. The big game is next week, right? <laughs> yes, and we'll be talking oh, about I've it, been... right? We'll be talking about what the final score will be. Yes. We and the Pens are going to come back all rested after the All-Star break. Four in a row. They yeah. lost. What the heck? Yeah, but they look how many they'd won ahead yeah, of time. Yeah, they just, just need a break. It'll yeah. be fine. All right. Very good. Well, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know you're invested in it. I know you're desperately wanting to win. You know, I just want to be. I want an admirable, some kind of respectable That's showing, funny, funny. as yeah. opposed to what I've done. Up the only this person who's dissing yourself is you. Yeah. Seriously, it is. Nah, you and Chris. No, have, no, no. I know you have. We're not giggling about you. Know. Yeah, you're. Anyway, beyond. All right, so things to do this uh, this weekend in Pittsburgh. Uh, it looks like live theater is back. Um, <laughs> Pittsburgh uh, Broadway series, PNC Broadway series, Pretty Women. The Pretty Woman, I should say. Pretty Woman, the musical, is down at the Benham Center. I See, any theater horrible, horrible. that is like reimagined from a movie or mm. sort of, or like an album, like yeah. the whole, uh, you know, like um, ABBA thing, I yeah. can't stand that. Yeah. I have no interest in it. Do you, do you like that? No. Don't you want an actual show like yes. that has a plot and someone came up with an idea yes. and it wasn't just yeah. repurposed from something else? You know, I've been listening to the uh, chess soundtrack this week. you That's a great soundtrack. Do you I've know never, that sound- I've never seen that show. Oh, I just know the soundtrack. It's a great soundtrack. It really is. Um, it, 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 yeah. But anyway, so Pretty Woman, the Broadway musical, which is based upon the Richard Gere, Julie, uh, Julia Roberts. Roberts, which I... To be honest, I think I've seen maybe 15 minutes of that movie. I can't believe it's super cheesy. It's not. I don't. It's I mean, super cheesy. It's not that cheesy. It's. I mean, look. It's cheese ball. It, but it's a classic. I classic. can't believe you've seen that's a, a, a small C. You've seen a jillion movies. I, I see can't. that and I go, that's not just. I'm not interested in that at all. Okay. Anyway, that's in town. Teeny Harris is at the um, uh, gallery in East Liberty, uh, the 38A gallery. Now, Teeny Harris, anytime you get a chance to see Teeny Harris, who was, of course, a, a groundbreaking photographer, Pittsburgh Courier, they called mm-hmm. him One Shot Teeny. Teeny's an African-American photographer who walked the streets of the city of Pittsburgh. They called him One Shot Teeny because he didn't want to spend a whole lot of money shooting film. Now, today, you know, there's no film. So, anyway, it's Pittsburgh, especially from an African-American perspective, in the 30s, 40s, 50s, and 60s. It's fabulous. If you get a chance, 38A Gallery in East Liberty. Uh, also, the Pittsburgh Glass Center in the same area. Have you ever been to the Glass Center? No, I never have. Oh. I know. It's one of those things that if someone came into town, I'd probably take them there, but yeah. because I live here, I don't go. Yep. Well, there's a reception. Actually, it's going to start in just a few minutes. Uh, six to nine this evening. Pittsburgh Glass Center in the East End hosting a reception. Full spectrum visionaries. And... Uh, you get to see the beautiful creation. They got these gigantic furnaces right there. So as they do these receptions, more often than not, you know, you're standing around, you know, you're having a drink, you know, a little appetizer or whatnot, and then you see the artist actual in the in the act of creation, and the beautiful, beautiful. This is not like you know they're ma- they're not making paperweights. They're making beautiful, incredible pieces at the uh, Pittsburgh Glass Center, so it's fabulous. And in, in, this is your neck of the woods. I Made It Market at the Block Norway in Ross. Northway. Mm-hmm. Hosting I Made It Mine Craft Market tomorrow 
from noon to five. Mm-hmm. Do you have any interest in that? Uh, the in craft the, market? Uh, I would if if my house wasn't in the situation it's in. Because the last thing buy I, craft. I, I'm not buying anything. You I, don't, space I, don't want for a, I don't want another thing to come into my house. I'm trying to get things out of my house. Right. Don't you reach that? I've reached that point in my life where you kind of go, every time you buy something, at some point something's you know it's got to go. back out. Yeah, something's got to go. So. Anyway, thanks for being with us. Have yourself a warm and a... Don't fall on the ice. Please be careful. Wear your yak tracks if you've got them. If you've got them, mm-hmm. this is the time to wear them. Yeah. and uh, It's going to warm up Sunday and Monday. All right. Have a great weekend. And God willing, we'll see you Monday. Say your prayers. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.